Well, hello everybody. I am uh, happy to be here. We are we are streaming live from uh, Blue Ridge Mountains in beautiful Georgia, and I got my one of my co-hosts here to my left, Miss Fagla. She doesn't like my little pom pom. And um, today we're going to talk about learning how to transform unwanted energy. Uh, we are doing something different today. We are live streaming not only on Podbean, YouTube, and Facebook, and the Facebook group, uh, Shifting Your Mindset to Reclaim Your Health, but both Raj and I, Rajai Keldani, my guest, um, we are live streaming on Instagram. Woohoo! <laughs> so this is a first, and uh, so bear with us as we navigate these new waters. So, and without further ado, let me bring on my co-host. The infamous Rajay Rajai Keldani, and Payless, I need a, I need a better seat in the house. <laughs> oh, wow. She's got a great seat. Hey, Fagala. She does. Hi, Uncle Raj. So you guys are enjoying the mountains out there, huh? Yeah, um, it's really you know pretty, and uh, we were going to go hiking today, but you know it's a little chilly for this girlfriend. Um, yeah. So tomorrow it's supposed to be warmer. So we're going to uh, hit the mineral springs and some other cool places that my husband found. So nice. he's really awesome at finding really cool places to go, especially when it comes to hiking. He's, he's the guy, right? Yeah. So, um, so um, anyway, so looks like, okay. So just bear with me as we're navigating this, because I've got different technology going um, and I do want to make sure that uh, we've got everybody from the Facebook group uh, shifting your mindset uh, to reclaim your health. Um, so we're just going to uh, do a quick post in there. Why don't you explain to people what energy is while, while I'm doing that? Yeah, well, um, hopefully, you know, by now, but uh, every uh, Tesla, the great Nikola Tesla said, everything is energy, frequency, and vibration, and everything has energy to it. And as we all know, we've learned in high school, more than likely, that energy cannot be destroyed. You can just transform energy, and um, energy comes in many different forms from, you know, we think of when we think about energy, we think about heat, heat, fuel, combustion, right? Things that make things move and heat things up and that kind of thing. But um, there are subtle forms of energy that we don't always associate with that, but uh, are energy nonetheless. Things like your feelings, your emotions, um, your thoughts, everything that we engage with is engaged with energy because there is nothing outside of that realm, at least in this, in this uh, realm that we are familiar with here. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is that if they, if someone doesn't understand that concept, I mean, look at, cause I want to share different, you know, ways, right. Uh, look at water, water is mm -hmm. energy. It flows right. and, and it can get heated up and it steams up. Right. Yeah. And then it contracts and freezes and becomes either a snowflake or something not so pretty. Um, Right. And so we can, you know, have discernment around mm -hmm. energy. And I think that's really important place to start. 
So for instance, um, uh, you know, I muscle test all my food. Right. And I, and that's before I buy it. So I'm in the store and I'm walking down the aisle and I look at something as if it might be appealing. I have a birdie down at my feet. She's chewing at my shoes. That's energy. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Fagala, come up here and show your beautiful face. Um, and so as I'm walking down the aisle, I look at something and I get an icky feeling in my heart. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like really drastic, but it's enough that I was noticing it. And then I started to notice I was looking at something else and I got a, like a warm feeling in my heart. Mm. And then I started having discernment around it. So, cause like I would like, you know, let's say I don't have an apple or anything with me. Come here, say hi. come on, say hi. I have a birdie. You see? Uh, and so I have warm feeling in my heart on instant case with her in my field. And so then it was, what I got was, okay, I'm walking down the aisle and I feel kind of off about whatever, let's say the creamer that I'm looking at. Yeah. And that spirit saying, you don't have to hold it in your hand. You don't actually have to muscle test it. We're telling you now, it's not a good thing. Right. And, well, yeah, but you're ahead. a little bit more tuned in than your average person. So some people maybe um, need to kind of practice uh-huh. just listening to, to, to their thoughts and their emotions and their feelings to gauge kind of what that energy is is conveying to you, right? Because it's talking to you, right? In, in a way, we're, we're engaged in a conversation with the universe. There's a constant feedback loop and how that um, information is transferred is through that energy field. Yeah, and Chris uh, from Arizona says, the body is able to function, breathe, move, your arms, etc., because of electric signals. It all starts as a spark. Right. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, the neurons in our brain are wired and firing, right? That's a common term. Neuroscientists understand this all the time. So do psychologists and therapists and counselors, you know, neurons that wire together, fire together. Absolutely. So yeah. Why is it important to kind of um, first be able to identify your, your own energy? Cause some people, uh, maybe aren't even aware of why they, their energy feels off or why they feel off on a certain day or maybe ha- are having a bad day. Um, and how do you check that? And then how do you transform it? Right. Cause that's where really what it's about, right? This is how you um, start to uh, take ownership of your own and responsibility of your own energy. Right, because if you're not making friends, um, or you're not connecting with people at a party, or if you're making a lot of enemies, right? I mean, hey, there's something going on there that you got to take a look at. Um, you know, it could be um, emotions that are trapped, or or uh, belief systems which also have energy, right? Cause everything it's a thought form, right? It creates something within you. And sometimes that energy will become stagnant or kind of 
stick in your biofield, right? Let's say like think something like resentment or anger. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that will start to affect other people around you, whether you're aware of it or not, but um, they're interplaying with it. Right. I mean, we, we are all always interacting on that level. A lot of times, most of the times it's on a subconscious level, but it's there nonetheless. But it can be raised to yes. a conscious level. And, you know, you can use sound frequency for that, uh, different grounding techniques, you know, connect with mother earth. But I want to, I'm going to be real here. Not that I'm ever not real, but I'm going to be really real. Okay. Don't worry, no crying's involved. <laughs> so, but, you know, I finally had some time to decompress. We're up here, Blue Ridge Mountains. We got a lot of good sleep um, in a really beautiful um, cottage. And I'm having time to really get with my own thoughts. Um, you know, the hustle and bustle of work, right? Yep. And what I got, and even though I wasn't saying anything, because I, I want you to tune into this, I didn't actually speak it, but I thought it. Mm. Okay. And spoiler, as long as you're thinking it, the message is being received from someone. Okay. Yeah. So what I got was, Every time that I misplaced something, and I don't know where it came from, I blame somebody else for taking it energetically. Right. Or somebody must have taken that from me. And I finally got that. I'm like, oh, darn. Yeah. <laughs> I wiped it from my field. Right. Because right? we don't want to have that frequency, that energy, that thought pattern that if I misplace somebody, I can blame somebody else for my inability to put something back where I should. Yeah. So can you uh, go into how you cleared it from your field? Like, um, was there a method to how that was done? What steps were taken? Was it just intention? Um, like, walk us through that process of how that happened for you. Yeah. So what I'm going to say first, so yes, I will do that. Mm. Um, before I do that, and I'm going to YouTube, there's going to be some background noise here. And I'm going to go to view your channel and I'm going to pull out, I think it was the last show that you and I did. Okay. And you and I uh, got online um, and we taught people how to access source energy. Remember that? I do. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just having tons of fun here. So let me go to uh, view your channel because I'd like to make sure people know where this is at. You know what? Maybe you can find it while I speak. How about that? Can you yeah. find that? Okay. That would be super. Oh, from sweet. your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel how to access source energy. You and I taught the class, I think it was in September. Yeah. Okay. So why am I starting with that? Because if you don't know how to access source, access source energy and know who you're talking to, what I'm about to tell you is not going to work. So this is the first step. The first step is um, knowing who you're talking to, having the love in your heart, to stay centered and grounded. 
with Mother Earth, with Jesus Christ, or whoever, whatever higher, you know, source energy that you um, connect with. We don't have judgment on that. We want you to, we want you to do you. Okay. Do right. You. And um, so if, once you've accomplished that, I did create a, um, a methodology to clear energy. Mm. And I bring in my spirit guides and um, I bring in Jesus Christ. I bring in all my spiritual gnomes and my spiritual dragons. Okay. Dragons are good. Just going to let you know. They're healers. Um, and I do what's called the all clear protocol. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, you know, that's my team. I, so what I do is I bring in my spiritual team and I don't have to name them. I named them for you, the listener. Okay. So mm. you bring in your spiritual team and then I do an all clear protocol. Well, what is that? The all clear protocol is removing the frequency of judgment that, you know, like in that case, uh, I judge people. I assume that they, if I can't find something, somebody took it and put it somewhere else. Right. Yep. Um, not like they stole it, but they just misplaced it on my behalf. Yep. <laughs> right? right. So spirit knows what I'm referring to. I don't have to like spend five minutes explaining what I want to clear. So I, I share, I share with them. Okay. This is what I want to clear. And I do the all clear protocol. But you need to, and you know, if you're listening to the show, I'm gifting this to you, okay? You just have to put on your receiver and say, I receive, and you don't have to remember it, although it's good to know. Mm -hmm. This is what the all clear protocol is clearing. It's clearing the frequency, the thought form from your physical, emotional, and spiritual body. This lifetime, all lifetimes, the entire lineage, this dimension all dimensions and all timelines. Mm. And it doesn't stop there. I It clears imprints. It clears cellular memories that you have with that. It, it, it clears traumas that you have with that. It clears, uh, Fagler, what else does that include? Because there's so much. That's why I called it the all clear protocol because I could not remember all the things. Do you remember if there's something else that I'm missing? I know there is. Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty thorough to me. Um, not well, if, here's the thing. Let's say I missed something, right? It doesn't matter. My guides have it. I <laughs> gift it to you and your guides. Okay. Right. So, um, my left is my receiver. My right is my giver. So I give this, uh, freely to yeah. people who want to clear energy, um, that doesn't serve them and transform it. Now, when you clear something from your field, you're leaving kind of like this open portal. Super important to fill it up with something. Yeah, especially if you have a, uh, a deeply uh, rooted belief system that created that energy, right? And once you remove it, um, it's a good idea to replace it with a different belief system that supports what you're trying to do, right? Because, um, you know, nature doesn't 
like a vacuum. And I think that also pertains to, to us, right? So um, we need to, in some cases, replace like a thought form, a, a negative or thought form that is, um, you know, not serving us into one that does, right? So something that affirms what we do. So I know a lot of people, you know, um, kind of work with affirmations and that's a great idea, right? Because it, it's kind of, you're reaffirming kind of things that you're trying to to accomplish. But but I think before you, you really, for it to really have it take hold, you also have to address the, um, those belief systems that might be holding you back. So clearing, clearing that, you know, you clear the table and then you put the, the new meal on the table. Right. And so then you can really enjoy that meal. Right. So, cause otherwise you're kind of like slathering mayonnaise or something on top of a chicken sandwich, but you really don't want the chicken sandwich. You want the beef sandwich, but you're just slathering mayonnaise on it. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Crap. <laughs> so, so there's a scripture uh, where Jesus says, don't mix old wine. Oh, with me. Oh, oh, new wine. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so old wine with the new wine. No. Right. Um, you have to separate them, but you have to. So it's important to clear those beliefs, right? Be or that energy that is negative or that is not serving you so you can bring in something that does and um it's going to be much more effective otherwise if they are both there or they're competing right you know and chris has a really cool comment she said now i've not done this before but it really resonates with me big time when you want to read it yes yeah, i like to fill myself back up with my own energy slash soul. So I feel back up with my pure self. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, that That is uh, an amazing uh, technique to, to have. I think it, it kind of like reinforces who you are and kind of refreshes you. Yeah. You know, um, and Kwame says, which I'm not sure how this relates. The amygdala is fully mature by the seventh month in utero. So fear learning is totally functional even before birth. Yeah. So, so I, I think, I think um, what he's referring to is um, oftentimes we adopt fear and trauma. That's not really ours. Right. Okay. That's true. That's we, all day we, we long. come into it. We come in. We we come into this life with that, um, and so that needs to be cleared as well. So that's huge. I will say um, that the brain's not fully mature, mature until you're about 25 years old. So, but the fear is instilled in the brain on instant case, right? So I can yeah. I can get with that, Kwame. Um, the do you want to talk more about that? Because that I think it needs to be expanded. Did you want to go ahead with that, Raj? What, just the fear that we bring in that's not ours? Yeah, and do you know how to clear that too? Because I've done that too. Yeah, maybe we, I could definitely we could definitely go through that, and and uh, we can go through like an example. But um, yeah, so you know, growing up, um, 
you're going to have, first of all, as a young person, oftentimes you're kind of at the mercy of everyone else. Right. And so you're not fully in control of your, your environment and everything that's, that's around you. So you're going to be exposed to all kinds of different um, ideas, thoughts, fear, whatever it is that you will adopt. That's really not yours. You know, whether it's, from the family unit, from school or your, your friends or whatever it is. And so as you um, as you mature and you start to become more aware of like, OK, you know, I've noticed a pattern in my life and mm -hmm. I keep doing this and this and this. And I, I don't know why I do it, but I I don't like the outcome. Well, you know, if, if you examine it closely, a lot of those stem from those uh, kind of those things that we've adopted from other people, whether that be a belief system, a fear or trauma. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how do we clear that? Like, um, do we, first of all, do we need to even know what the trauma was to clear? Sometimes it? yes, sometimes no. Okay. Let's, let's maybe go with something that we, we don't know what the trauma was, but we know what the after effect of the trauma, because there are people that will not remember the trauma, right? And don't have a recollection of the trauma, or they maybe even have compartmentalized that, that trauma to where it's not even in their conscious memory. So how do you, how do you well, transform that? With that? Like, and I don't remember exactly what the trauma was, but I, I have someone who, um, by the way, you're live on Instagram. I'm not. It's cool that one of us made it. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. I All shared right. the show a few times. Um, so so uh, I know somebody who had a trauma that came through that was a uh, taken on when he was in his mother's, you know, womb. Mm. I was going to say stomach, but that's a second grade conversation. Right, right. Not <laughs> so my embody, maybe not. And we should talk about being embodied, right? Yeah. Um, so the thing is, there are times, and I just get pinged, so I don't have, there's no blanket statement for this. Mm. Um, there are times where, um, wow, uh, Kwame, do, do you know that all, um, all um, caps are yelling? It's a little loud. So that's a great example of energy. Right. Mm. So when we use caps and we're putting caps all the way across the state, across a sentence that is perceived by most people as yelling. And there's energy associated with that. Right. Okay. So I'm just, this is a great example about understanding energy. And then if you're yelling, people don't actually hear you. That's whether, very true. Yeah. Whether it's written or you're actually verbally yelling. And it's really funny because people yell. Um, when they're not being heard, but you're not going to be heard anyway. So why yell? I mean, I'm one of those people. Um, so, um, but the point is that I get pinged and I get pinged as, Hey, you need to know this 
or you don't. And so when you're accessing source energy and you are a quantum energy healer, like we are, mm. uh, and Chris is, um, then we are given direction from source. They need to know this because it's prevalent. They've been doing this thing throughout their lifetime, but it wasn't theirs to begin with. It belonged to mom or grandma. Okay. And if they're not, and it's just something so subconscious and it's just, you know, um, you know, then do you know what I'm saying? Do you want to pick up from that? Yeah, no, that's a great point because, um, you, you know, maybe, um, having that, that I, the conscious thought that this is not mine makes it easier for someone to, to release that. Right. Mm -hmm. and kind of clear 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 and um you know I, I you know a method i i've recently uh adopted actually um by the way is for like personal clearing is kind of that, like once i've identified what i want to clear right yeah. consciously clear that and then run my hand up down my 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 head three times and um that is a that's a practice i've seen before yeah actually it is taught in certain methodologies and it's either three or nine um but that is a uh, a great way for someone who um maybe isn't that tuned in right just to go through the motion of doing that right and just trusting that that's going to clear what they're trying to clear right mm-hmm well, and another thing, sorry, I'm getting pinged. That's, I'm just, it's overwhelming. Um, another thing is that I, when I feel someone else's energy, which can be in another state or another country, mm. you know, um, I can feel them. Like I can feel them. First of all, I get this heavy energy on me. Sometimes it's good energy. Like Tinkerbell sent me so much love the other day. I was like, my heart was bursting with joy. Um, but sometimes I get hit with very heavy energy. And so I'm like, okay, spirit, who is it? And then they tell me who it is. I send back love and grace. Right? I diffuse it with love. I don't know what their deal is, why they're so angry. I send love and grace and I do the all clear protocol. I right. don't care what it is. I don't want to know what it is. All clear protocol. Absolutely. So I have a comment here. Uh, Michael says um, he's very fascinated by using quantum principles to grow plants differently in indoor environments. And most, you know, grow environments, you know, just more or less provide for the basics, but he likes to incorporate energy into his growing of, of plants. How, how do plants respond to, to, to oh, energy? I see that. Like I've got it up here. Oh, Michael yeah. Dalton, cool yes. things. So I'm doing that with my, um, with my, uh, my hydroponics and it's amazing. The taste of my bell peppers that came through the taste of my potatoes. Now this was not indoor. That was outdoor. The potatoes was outdoors, but the indoor 
plant was the bell pepper. And I finally had one uh, just see maybe, you know, maybe five days ago. I, uh, Michael, I think um, using quantum principles to grow plants differently indoors is amazing. Uh, I would like to know what you think. Um, he says they respond very well. I've been invited to several events because of the work I do. Well, that's cool, Michael. You should connect with me and <laughs> we should learn more. See a friend of yours? Uh, yes. Okay. So um, nice to meet you, Michael. Uh, Razai is my brother from another mother. <laughs> and this is his, this is his auntie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And so she's a quantum energy healer. Um, so, um, but no, I love doing that. Do you have experience with this too, Rob? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've, I've done some growing myself, mainly outdoors, but I've incorporated um, energy into, um, into that. And, and yeah, and they really do like that. I know, um, I know I have a lot of friends that, that are actually putting copper rods um, in their gardens as well, because copper will 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 actually bring in that electrical charge even more. So um, I was going to do that, and I don't know why. I think Angie said no, we shouldn't use them, but I didn't tell him why. I was just called to do it. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I don't have the information. You know this about me. Spirit, right, right, right. oh, do X. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything is really just about bringing a life force and vitality to the environment. Is that that's what we're doing, right? Right. And so when you do that, animals respond, plants respond, we respond. Um, I mean, who doesn't like energy? We all like high energy. We like people that are energetic, that have uh, you know a lot to share, a lot, a lot of you know, energy about them, right? Because we are attracted to energy because we are energy beings. We are living energy. And so we just need to like, okay, how do we utilize our energy in the best and most effective way possible, right? Because we're going to use it regardless, but, you know, we can, we can um, have, you know, negative or depressed energy, or we can choose to, you know, turn that up and actually have more vitality in our life. By the way, I love copper. I've been wearing this copper rod here mm -hmm. and uh, it's kind of been a fascination that I've had here in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I love copper. We actually took those rods and put them under the beds. Mm. Uh, the, you know, like that. Um, uh, could you take a look at your private chat? Because I think this is something we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Kwame, um, first of all, uh, I feel your heart. That was the heaviness I was feeling. I feel your heavy heart. And um, I'm really sorry for your loss. Your mom has not crossed over. And that's part of why this is so hard and heavy on you. She's holding on. And so with your permission and blessing, uh, Rajai and I would like to help her cross over and infuse you with, you know, love and light. 
and clear, you know, any energy that doesn't serve you if we have your permission. So we'll wait uh, to hear that. And Chris, if you would like to help us with that um, from Arizona, I know you're amazing. So, um, uh, you know, so thank you for that. Um, Andrew says, Kwame, uh, you are such a gentle soul. It was so good that you were there with her. Chris says she will absolutely help. And that uh, she says, um, uh, Kwame Sunhorse, I'm so sorry for your grief. So, uh, yeah, because I was feeling that. That's why I couldn't focus and I couldn't speak because I can mm -hmm. feel this energy. She's coming in. She actually needs help in crossing over. And so that's, I mean, and she's holding on to my heart. Like I can feel her in my heart as well. So, um, so uh, we'll just wait for Kwame to give us permission. And uh, cause I don't really want to do that without his permission. So um, while we're waiting on his, uh, his okay. Um, and I, I sense that he has to think about that. Um, you know, Kwame is an, an amazing soul, um, who, uh, understands energy, but when someone passes, I'm sorry, that's just too much for just about anybody, you know? Yeah. Especially a mother. I mean, a mother is, I think, uh, probably the toughest for, for, for people, um, for a lot of people, I would say. Was for me, I, um, I remember, uh, my mom's. Uh, anniversary of her death is coming up in um, nine days. And I was at the bank. I was working at the bank. And uh, I knew she was passing. Mm. And then the phone call came through. But I'm in the middle of opening up a checking account for somebody, for a client. And I don't have boundaries. <laughs> right? I'm not the same gal, I can tell you. <laughs> right. And so I don't know how to excuse myself mm. from and pass the client on to someone else. And so I just had these tears running down my face. And he asked me what was wrong. I said, well, my mom just died. Mm. So that made him feel good. <laughs> and the cool thing was, you know, my mom left, uh, um, you know, we're not actually getting his permission. It's interesting. Do you have, do you see anything that says Kwame says it's okay? Um, wonder if he's still on. I'm at, I'm sending him a text. Uh, he just text. he just put a message in there if you want to read it. Okay. Spoke that she is free into her right ear with spirit with five generations around her bed. She is now. My heart's finally lifting. Do you sense that too? Yeah, I did feel a lift, uh, an energy okay. lift there. So maybe Kwame, did you do that um, yourself? Maybe, I don't know. Well, good job, because now she, she's crossed over. So, 
Um, in my heart, I can actually, my prefrontal cortex is back in space. So, right. so let's talk about being in body. Yeah. And being in timeline and being in this dimension. Mm. So we are uh, spiritual beings and we are having a physical experience here. Yeah. No question in my mind. If you dispute that, go do some research, come back, listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> so as spiritual beings having a physical experience, um, uh, I don't even know how to explain this. Do you? What? In, in terms of... Uh, like how we jump out of body and... It's like, well, here's the thing. We get scared or we learn these defense mechanisms as kids or even as teenagers. You know, it depends on, you know. Um, and what happens is like we learn a behavior that, oh, this is not a safe environment. And our spiritual body jumps out of our physical body and decides to visit another timeline, another dimension. And that timeline or dimension is more comfortable for us because it's a good place. We know we like that place. So we hang there. Well, while I'm sitting here with you, Raj, right, having a conversation, but I jumped out of body because you said something that triggered me. Yeah. Okay. You didn't, but you know, in the, in this context, I'm not being present with you in the moment. For sure. Right. Because yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's much like, you know, when you're um, in a conversation, but your, your mind's somewhere else, you're thinking about something else. You're thinking about the past, about what you're going to do later on, blah, 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 or about what, what you want to say. Right. But you're not really listening. You're not being present in the moment and listening to that person speak. Yes. And the, my very, well, well, like my, one of my first mentors, his name is Dr. Nate Garowitz. He's out of Illinois. He's a chiropractor and a mm -hmm. shaman. I think he's like 36 or 37. He's going on 335. <laughs> That's my way of saying he's a very wise soul. Yeah. He mentioned something that I thought was something I seem to have missed in my training. Here's this. You can't receive from God when you're out of body. Mm. Yeah. Big, big, big. So he gives me this example. He says he knows this person, his friend. And the friend was in a car accident. Uh, a semi hit the friend at 80 miles an hour. And the wow. friend, and, and the car is totaled, okay? Mm -hmm. But the friend keeps on saying, uh, you know, thank you, God. Help me stay in body. Help me stay in body. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Help me stay in body. Stay in body. Stay in body. Because this person knew that if they could stay in body, that... Christ or God and, you know, source energy, for me, it's just Christ, could support the request. And if the person can't stay in the body, they can't support the request. 
And this person came out of the accident without a flip and scratch, but the car is totaled. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a common thing, you know, when you have a, an accident or something like that, something that's life threatening, mm -hmm. um, it is not unusual to pop out a body. Uh, but I think that's a, in a way, um, it's a protection mechanism, right? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, um, that's an interesting thought. I, I haven't thought about that before that, uh, I miss it, miss it completely. Right. And so I had a conversation with him Sunday. Thank you, Kwame. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Mm. Sending you love, sending you my love. So I, he calls me, I had sent him a, I, I had called him a, a, I don't know, maybe two months ago. And, uh, he called me back. He says, I, I promise I'll get back to you. And he goes, I knew you, I knew you knew eventually I would get back to you. And I said, I know, um, you know, we all leave, lead busy lives. And, um, he shares this story. I'm like, crap. I don't know how I missed that. Mm. You know, and so in the Mayan uh, tradition, there are 144 different dimensions. That's an interesting number. Mm-hmm. And I got the book right here, down here. There's a lot I have to reread from my training. But um, I don't know, guys. So here's what I'm going to tell you. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you don't feel, you know, I'm not saying you have to be like gleefully happy, but if you feel off, something doesn't feel right, I think you need to do some checks. It's kind of like the signal, the light going on in your car. Mm. You have to check everything, right? So when you wake up in the morning, a lot of us do astro travel at night while we're sleeping. Check, am I in body? Am I in this timeline? Am I in this dimension? Okay. If you get a no for any of that, just bring it back in. Did my heart jump out of body? If, if, if it did, bring it back in and don't come back in until you, don't bring that heart back in until you clean it up energetically. Mm. Same with your soul. Did my soul jump out of body? Ooh, yeah clean it up energetically because you don't want to bring it back in with some crap attached to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So now what, how do you, is this um, through your intention and your imagination oh. that you're in? Well, okay. Somebody has a message. Go ahead. Can she go? Cause she's a little pissy. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. What's your question? Fagala. Oh, she goes, give your, your husband some attention. He just did a post. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Let's see what he has to say. Andrew Calhoun. Hi, honey. A situation today when I was packing up things to bring to the cottage where we're staying. I forgot something because I put it down. I was pinged that this wasn't smart, but ignored the message. He said, we need to trust our feelings and intuition more. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, that is part of that feedback loop 
of your that energy exchange there's an intelligence you have help right you have spirit guides you have your higher self they're there to assist you and they're pinging you all the time and so being and getting in tune with your own intuition right is is gonna really transform your life because now you just it's just gonna make things a lot easier for you it's gonna put you um on the path that you really ought to be on because that's what you were here for uh, it's gonna guide you it's like signs right on the highway of kind of help helping to direct you mm -hmm. to where you're trying to go and so um being in tune and trusting that intuition is super important um i could speak from personal experience when i uh, went against it or ignored it right thinking oh these are just you know random thoughts they're not just random thoughts if you're thinking something if it just comes in it's coming in for a reason and <laughs> no, it's just random what's that it's just random oh it's not oh yeah you know i mean you know that's how a lot of people think and i i used to think that way i would just kind of that way too that's why i'm laughing because here's the thing guys ladies gents there are no coincidences in life. Okay. None. And we all come down here to agree to do whatever it is that we agree to do. And the more you ignore the signals from your guides, the harder you're going to make your life on you. 100%. I mean, and I'm kind of low key today. I'm so... I don't, I don't want to say I'm exhausted. I am tired because I'm just enjoying having mush brain, quite frankly, <laughs> the cottage and the, you know, the fresh air. Um, not that we don't have fresh air where we live, but this is nice. And, um, but like, really it's, it's really just that simple. Start listening. You get, Okay, thank you, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell said, you get thoughts in your head. Mm. You get ideas in your head. And the comical thing is that you think that they're yours. They're not. Those are your spirit guides. And Raj, have you ever sent me a message energetically? Absolutely. You know I did the other day, right? Yeah. Okay, I do it to you all the time. Because sometimes it's just easier. <laughs> like, I don't want to pick up the phone. I'll send them a message energetically. So they're, they could be our guides. It could be your friends sending you a message. Um, uh, Tinkerbell, you have something else to add to that? She goes, it could be your parrot sending you a message. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 actually, you know what? I, I'd like to share a story. Uh, can I let her complete real quick and let you share the story? She yeah. says, Mommy, tell everyone how you were able to help me ground because she was flying all over the place because she would get spooked all the time. She was always out of body. Um, and she says, tell people how you were able to help me ground and not get scared every time and jump out of body. And jump out of timeline and uh, dimension. Mm. 
So real quickly, all I did was, I don't remember what I did. So I don't remember what I did. So maybe either Andrew can remember and type it in there because he helped. Actually, I think he did it. And then Raj, tell your story and then we'll come back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Andrew did it. That's why. Go ahead. Right. Well, so just to kind of illustrate the your point that you were talking about, you know, how um, people can send information to other people, ping people energetically. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do it unintentionally. We're not thinking that that's what we're doing, but we do just by simply thinking about and engaging in thoughts about someone, right? So mm -hmm. when I was in the uh, the U.S. Army, I was stationed in, um, in Korea, okay? Now, we had these, uh, you know, barracks that we would stay in. They would there would be one phone on the floor. Now, one everyone, phone. what's that? One phone on the floor. Yes. Oh, and it wasn't a cell phone, was it? No, this is uh, like in early nineties. Okay. Okay. So, um, and um, that phone was ringing all the time, right? Because you had I don't know how many people in the barracks and people from back home are calling, you know, calling all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm walking by the phone, whatever, and it's ring, I'll pick it up and go get the person that, you know, whoever it's for. But I really didn't use the phone much because I'm kind of a hermit and a homebody and all this other stuff. But mm -hmm. what's what was interesting, there were a number of occasions and a couple of times before the phone even rang, literally, I would know that that phone call was for me. Oh yeah, right. All like day. I would. I I um. So there were uh, there was a time uh, I remember where, um, I just in I just knew it, and I started walking towards the phone to pick it up with like a with, with some real intention, like mm -hmm. oh, I was on a mission, and I picked up the phone as it was about to ring. Mm -hmm. before it even rang and guess who was on the other side it was my mom so she's like hey you knew i was calling i'm like yeah i knew you were calling but you know we're sending out information we're sending out that energy and we can receive that energy and so um you know it's an important thing to really and and so just the thought of that just the idea of how that can travel across the globe in nanoseconds Okay, really with no time beyond time, mm -hmm. I can pick up on that information. Well, imagine how when when we are um, unintentional and we are not careful with our own emotions mm -hmm. and how they affect everyone else. Our energy is affecting other people, right? Yeah, and it is. So and so how do we take responsibility for that? And then how do we kind of um, maintain and just clean up our own house, right? To where we have energy that is going to serve our highest good. Yeah. And stop worrying about the other guy, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, it was, it's really, it's a really, really good point that you're making. And before I reply to that, um, I just want to thank everybody on Instagram who's showing up and, and it's the first time doing live Instagram. It's a new feature for us, uh, but it's going to cut off in five minutes, just so you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, like that. 
So, um, cause that's just how that is. Cause they have one hour. So now going back to what you said, we so need to be responsible for our own energy. Okay. We are so powerful, especially people like you, Raj, myself, my husband, Andrew, Teddy, Kwame, all the people on this call, Chris. If we're sending energy daggers to people, it will show up as pain, mm. physical pain for some. You know our friend, uh, Michael, uh, Shaman Michael Smith? Yeah. So you know I was mad at him, right, before? Yeah. 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 This is not the news, right? So, you know, so we had a little cooling off period, and he calls me up. He goes, Jode, I got to talk to you. I go, okay. He's like, could you stop sending me those energy daggers? <laughs> and you know what I said to him? Absolutely. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. Thank you for telling me it won't happen again. Right. And it doesn't. So when I find myself, and so guys, women, whatever, I, I say guys loosely, if you find yourself being angry at someone, do a plot twist. Okay? Send them love. Mm. process your own trigger. Don't pull the rest of the world in. Give it to God. And I, and I don't say that last part loosely. Okay. Look, sometimes it's just hard to process a, something that made you angry. So bring in God and ask him to process it for you and give it to him. Ask him for help. Right. Literally. I, it, it, maybe for some of you, it sounds crazy, but it's really not. It works. Absolutely. So can we go back to my husband real quick? Cause he's sure. got the answer. I'll let you read. So, um, Andrew writes, I told Tinkerbell to visualize a time when she felt calm, when she felt energy come in. I told her to put herself in that frame, frame of mine. Yeah. yeah. So he taught her to reframe, which is right. what I, all three of us learned in uh, neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. Right. And then he says, uh, basically think positive thoughts and bring in positive energy. Yeah. We have to reframe the situations, right? Right. So, Going back to what Andrew was saying here about uh, packing up things to bring to the cottage, forgot it was a coffee pot. We like our own coffee pot. We're high maintenance. Um, and he forgot to put it down. And I was at first disappointed, right? And then I quickly flipped the switch and said, nope, don't be disappointed. It's, it's really not a big deal. Um, and then what I said was, like, let's just, like, look at the energy behind it. Like what happened that you aren't, you know, listening to who, to either your higher self or the guides or whatever, whoever's piping in to help him. I said, I'm not mad. I said, we've got a coffee pot. Like 
we're gonna survive. It's not a big deal. In the context of life, this is a non-issue, right? Mm -hmm. I said, but the opportunity is to look at why things happen so that we can have greater discernment. So I asked him to actually share this on the show. Right. Thank you, Andrew, for doing that. And so um, he says, face red heart shape. <laughs> oh, it must have just showed. Okay. Yeah, he's so cute. Um, he must have put into red heart and, you know, artificial intelligence dissected right. for us. So the thing is, is that, you know, don't be so worried that I, that you're going to get beat up. He didn't get beat up, right? No one's getting beat up over a flipping coffee pot. Um, yeah, our live video just ended on Instagram. Um, so no one's getting beat up over uh, a live or over a coffee pot, right? No one should get beat up, period. Um, it, the question is, you know, can we look at things that are trends in our lives and reframe it? learn from it, get some discernment. We have the power to, to, to adapt, to overcome, do all that. Right. Yes. We're, we're in charge of that. And we can, we could take, we could take ownership of it and move it. We just have to be conscious about it. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, um, Andrew, that, uh, is your higher self is lot is alive and well and in constant communication. Amen. So um, this is weird. It's like one hour. We have one hour shows now. I'm used to talking to you for at least two hours just in real life. Like, you know, <laughs> we have these long conversations, but we'll be on um, again next week. And um, let me see who I have on next Tuesday. Oh, you know, I'm going to take a couple minutes. And I'm going to tell everybody what's going on. I have Dr. Cyprian on. He is a uh, chiropractor. Cool, right? Mm. He was a gang member at <laughs> a spiritual awakening. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. So, um, so he was living the, the thug life. Uh-huh. Yeah, I you know I've met a few of those, and you know I I wasn't all that innocent growing up either. So I, I know well, that yeah, who is right? Mm. Well, actually, we are innocent. The one thing I want to end with, so I invite you all to come. Uh, the one thing I want to end up with when you're, because we didn't mention this, and we really should, people. If you're getting dark energy on yourself, and you're having to clear energy, this mm. is really important to know. Dark energy always goes after the light. Mm. Okay. So I don't want you feeling bad. Mm. They know a good thing when they see it. Sure. They're out to stop you. Right. <laughs> so don't have guilt, just get help. Okay. Absolutely. And, and the most important thing I can tell you stay in body, stand mm. in your power, anchor in source energy. Okay. Yeah. And because they don't care if you're already kind of semi-dark anyway. Mm. They only want you if you're the light. Right. 
Exploring that. Okay. Good stuff. All right. So uh, we welcome you back next week uh, to the show, everybody. And we'll I'll do my best to get my side on for Instagram. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, that'll be after Christmas, right? Uh, Merry Christmas. That's good stuff. All right. So All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Thanks for um, taking the time to hear us out. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hold on. Thank you.